0: Welcome to Life Meet. I'm your host, Chris Gast, Right to Life with Michigan's Director of Communication and Education. Joining us today is our Education and Events Coordinator, Katherine Kinsey. Welcome again, Catherine. Thank you. Well, it's so the last podcast of the year, and so I thought we'd talk about uh, a review because 2019, <laughs> like every year recently, has been eventful eventful, and weird and in some ways, but uh, before we get to that, I thought we'd talk about a bit of news that didn't get a lot of coverage in the news, but people should be aware of, and that is uh, Oakland County, Catherine. Yes. So the... Uh, The Oakland County Commission has decided to give Planned Parenthood a Christmas present and a Christmas present that isn't cheap. Right. Five hundred thousand dollars, Catherine.
1: Yes, half a million.
0: Now I get you know you get your check from grandma you know in the card and as a kid you're so excited but uh, this isn't fifty bucks this is five hundred thousand
1: yeah.
0: dollars that's a ton of money
1: that it is it's a lot.
0: Well, uh, a couple things that we need to talk about to in relation to this. First of all, is elections have consequences. So, yes. sadly. Today, uh, it seems that if you have a D next to your name, you're pro-abortion. If you have an R next to your name, you're pro-life.
1: Right. That's
0: not always the case. Uh, But sadly, today, in most circumstances, that is the case. And so on the Oakland County Commission, the Democrats there have a one-vote majority. Mm -hmm. And the Oakland County Executive, L. Brooks Patterson, passed away this year. And so there's a new county executive. And you put all these things together, and you get uh, Oakland County, which I'm sure has plenty of other things they could be spending half a million dollars on. Mm-hmm. And they are spending it on making sure Planned Parenthood gets more cash,
1: right, which they need so much.
0: <laughs> they need so much. So, uh, oh, and I should mention, you know we sent in our pro-life update email I sent uh, we sent out on Thursday. I did accidentally put. Uh, Half a billion instead (laughs) of a million. I think people knew what I meant. Uh, Half half a billion is just the amount of money Planned Parenthood gets from all taxpayers, not just Oakland County taxpayers now. So Planned Parenthood doesn't need this money. Uh, And we saw this a couple of weeks ago when Washtenaw County decided to give Planned Parenthood Mm $100,000 instead of their own county health department. Uh, And in Washtenaw County, they, weeks before, had just been unable to pay their full mental health budget. right? And so, um, they had to cut funding in a way so as to not cut programs. Uh, so they're cutting on mental health, mm-hmm. but adding to Planned Parenthood in Ann Arbor. Um,
1: somehow it seemed to make sense to them.
0: <laughs> apparently. And, uh, Oakland County went and totally made Washtenaw County look like, uh, they weren't even trying. Yeah. So, Catherine, as far as Planned Parenthood's need for this money, uh, and women won't get services if they don't get it, so I think the best way to look at this is, uh, since it's the Christmas season, is Uh. A Christmas Carol, (laughs) and specifically uh, the character of Ebenezer Scrooge, so... Uh, Ebenezer Ebenezer Scrooge is a man with uh, great financial means, Mm -hmm. but uh, won't pay for, for example, to keep his office heated. Right. Uh, And in many ways, Ebenezer Scrooge is better than Planned Parenthood because he won't... uh, he won't even spend money on himself. Uh, you, right, can bet, you can bet your <laughs> bottom dollar that the Planned Parenthood executives are not wanting for salary, yeah. perks, mm-hmm. homes, vacations, etc. Um, just like Ebenezer Scrooge, plan, uh, Planned Parenthood talks of basically, they don't use it in these terms, but mm-hmm. they complain about the surplus population and right. suggest that poor people that's are better off dead, true. better if they had never been born. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's Scrooge right there. Um, Planned Parenthood has the means to pay for things. You know, they have the means to pay for, for example, their staff to be properly trained, which isn't yeah. always the case. Yeah. Uh, pay for clean offices, which mm-hmm. isn't always the case. If you look at their most recent annual report, Planned Parenthood's operating profit is a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah. Almost two hundred fifty million dollars, Catherine. That's their profit. Mm-hmm. Now they're a nonprofit. So technically, you know, they can't mail off a dividend check to shareholders. They don't have shareholders. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you take in $250 million more than you spend, what do you it, do with that? It, are you a nonprofit? <laughs> yeah. Do they have a plan to spend that on anything because their clients keep going down. Yeah. Their services keep going down. Um, what are they spending that money on Catherine?
1: It's a good question.
0: Yeah, (laughs) as if we need to really ask. It's abortion, by the way. So uh, Planned Parenthood's operating profit is two hundred and forty plus million dollars, and yet, Catherine, if Oakland County doesn't give them five hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot to Oakland County, but is a drop in the bucket to Planned Parenthood's corporate war chest, women are going to be harmed.
1: Just yeah. How, the end of the world will happen. Uh,
0: no, now, Catherine, I am not a... I wasn't a math major. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I only passed calculus in college because I was graded on a curve and everyone failed the final exam. Oh. Uh, so that, the curve comes in <laughs> handy sometimes. Um, but is $240 million greater or lesser than 500000
1: um, Greater.
0: But by almost, and I'm going to do a little division here, oh, but no. I think if you divide, you know, like 250 by uh, 0.5, uh, you actually get 500. Is that right? I
1: think so. Okay, I, th- I think that math's
0: pretty close. So, So, Planned Parenthood's operating profit. So that's the money that they take in that they're not spending on services for women that women will die without, apparently. So they are taking in, their profit is 500 times the size of what Oakland County felt compelled to give them. Is that, is that right?
1: That's right.
0: So if, if Planned Parenthood doesn't get that gift from Oakland County and their profit is 500 times (laughs) what Oakland County gave them, how are women going to go without services again?
1: um
0: it's in the math it's it's fuzzy math yep it's Um, in there somewhere
1: we just didn't and
0: we're kind of laughing at the ridiculousness but uh you know this is an organization that spends their money to take human life um and so it's ridiculous the idea that they need a single red cent from anyone more than they already get is just ridiculous. You know, uh, we said on social media, they deserve the Oscar. Ah,
1: yes.
0: it, just have them go up there, accept the Academy Award. They convince people that they are poor. Mm-hmm. You know, they are like Scrooge. They won't pay Bob Cratchit, mm-hmm. you know, to heat the office and act like they need the money. When they are rolling in cash. Yeah. When I think of cartoons and Planned Parenthood, I think of Scrooge McDuck swimming in his vault full of money. That yeah. is Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Um, and so the idea that they can't pay the bills without this is just ridiculous. And so uh, the backstory is um, this was kind of an unannounced thing. They tried to float this through without anyone really noticing. The The language of it was vaguely worded. Um, you can tell that Planned Parenthood was in on it because the president of Planned Parenthood in Michigan um was actually there on mm-hmm. hand for the vote. Gee, she just right. happened to be there, Catherine. <laughs> what a surprise! Um, and so there was some pushback from some of the commissioners, but in the end, pro-abortion majority. That's why local elections matter. And mm-hmm. so Planned Parenthood is uh, uh, went from a profit of two hundred and forty plus million to two hundred and forty two hundred forty million five hundred plus. Uh, yeah. And so a rounding error in Planned Parenthood's budget, not a rounding error for the citizens of Oakland County whose property taxes uh, are now being shilled out so that unborn children can have their lives taken. Mm -hmm. And uh, not a very Merry Christmas for the unborn that way. Well, let's stop talking about uh, that because that is just uh, depressing how... (laughs) uh, Well, here's one more question, Catherine. So... You know, not every politician that votes for abortion is really, you know, rabidly hardcore abortion. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're just going along with the crowd. So, uh, to be honest, I don't know any of these Oakland County commissioners, but do you think for most of these pro-abortion politicians that they actually believe Planned Parenthood direly needs this money or they just want to loot the public treasury for their friends? Are they (laughs) naive or diabolical?
1: Ah, uh, tough question. Could go what's either your way. <laughs> well, what's
0: your answer? I'm putting you on the spot. Mm,
1: diabolical.
0: You're going for diabolical? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, what's your answer?
0: Never attribute to a conspiracy what stupidity will explain. True. It's become one of the rules of my life. And so... Um, it, it's not stupidity because you know anyone, can, anyone should look at their annual report and say, "Oh gee, they make money hand over fist. They don't need any more money, but some people don't want to look, some people just you know take it
1: mm-hmm.
0: on on truth, you know, Planned Parenthood's president calls up these elected officials and says, "Hey, I need cash money. What can you do?" And they probably just believe it. So I guess I would go with uh naive, yeah you're going to go with diabolical makes no difference in the end, does it No. The results or what matter. Well, uh, let's talk about 2019 as a whole. Um, a very interesting year. So, even though we've been collecting signatures for six months and we're all set to turn them in next week, uh, you know, that's something we've been working on for a year, you know, ever since uh, election night didn't go as we planned for the governor's race in uh, November. Mm-hmm. And so that's always been in the background. Uh, in January, you know, um, after, well, Brett Kavanaugh I was seated on the Supreme Court, which is the big end of 2018, and then sort of all hell broke loose as right. abortion supporters realized that, hey, wait a second, um, we might actually get Roe versus Wade overturned. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's been huge, and we had all these states that support abortion, like New York, uh, Virginia tried to pass these bills, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, to make sure that abortion is totally unlimited and unrestricted, and some states did that. Michigan followed suit a couple months ago, uh, weeks ago, but uh, we have pro-life majorities here, and so I think you saw a lot of people wake up to just how crazy in support of abortion some of these elected officials are. Yeah,
1: definitely. So that was an
0: interesting start to frame the year. Um mm-hmm. And on the other hand, we had the March for Life annually at the end of, J- of January, and I'm still mad about this, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. um, you have and I'm worried about the next March. Uh, yeah. We had that uh, that kid, Nick mm-hmm. Sandman, the high school student from uh, from Covington Catholic High School in Kentucky. All he did was try to de-escalate a situation, not cause a scene, mm-hmm. awkwardly. Awkwardly grin as this guy beats, this adult, supposed to be a responsible adult, beats a drum in his face, and the media picks him to destroy his life utterly. Yeah. Uh, And they failed because uh, it was caught on camera, and once the truth kind of got out, uh, it became obvious that the media, uh, these adult reporters Mm -hmm. uh, who get salaries and who are paid to do this, uh, tried to take out a teen um, for political purposes and failed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we started out with just this pro-life reaction against this craziness. And, uh, that case is ongoing of course, because he's suing these media outlets in court. And honestly, I think, uh, some of the worst offenders like the Washington Post deserve to be sued for every red cent that they have. Um, because he was not a public figure. The March for Life was over. They willfully lied or didn't care, reckless disregard for the truth and how they treated. Okay, I'm still angry about it. I'm going to stop now. I can Uh, tell. (laughs) Covington Catholic bad. Uh, And so we'll see what happens in the next March for Life. Um, But I'm on guard and ready to go. And so if you hear some horrible thing, some pro-life, one of hundreds of thousands of pro-life people did at the March for Life, don't instantly believe it and try to destroy the kid's life, as even some pro-life people did. You know, because they want to get out ahead of the narrative, you mm-hmm. know. Narratives narratives stink. Yes. I hate that term. <laughs> it's not a narrative. Listen for the facts. Okay, moving on. Uh, in February, uh, we had the Protect Life rule was finalized, and it took a couple of months for it to go into effect. But right. for the first time, uh, Planned Parenthood was successfully defunded. Uh, not their Medicaid money, of which they get a ton, but their Title 10 money, which mm-hmm. is what Planned Parenthood is claiming needs to be replaced by these counties. Um, so Planned Parenthood lost 60 million. Mm -hmm. I mean, so really their operating profit isn't a quarter of a billion dollars, Catherine. It's only more like 180 million.
1: Yeah. Only. So significant. So
0: significant. Um, (laughs) so, uh, that was a big thing in February. Uh, in March we finally got the dismemberment ban rolling. Uh, the Trump administration closed another loophole in the Mexican, Mexico city policy, you know, in the background, uh, there hasn't been a lot of big stuff, but the Trump administration has continuously been making sure that pro-life rules are respected, properly enforced, um, actually following through on them, which is such a big change from the Obama administration. Uh, and so very important. Um, in March, we had that strange case in Sanilac County where we had the County Health Department put up a billboard. Oh yeah. Basically, oh, you forgot about that, didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, crazy. where
0: a, uh, the county health department basically said that, uh, if you have a baby as a teen, you can't go to college.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, and we posted the uh, picture online, said this is kind of ridiculous.
1: Got a lot
0: of you people agreed, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, people got <laughs> upset, really.
0: People got upset. The county health department took the billboard down. and to be honest, we probably ruined the weeks and and weekends of yeah because I'm sure they got inundated with calls and emails because yeah. it was a terrible it was a ridiculous yeah. billboard.
1: And it got really even some national pro life attention. It
0: did. The uh, you know the uh, pro lifers who consider themselves feminists mm-hmm. went ballistic yes. and um, got that billboard taken down, because uh, you know sadly that is a mindset that leads to so many abortions, uh, in that you know twenty early twenties to mid twenties age range is uh, women who believe essentially that their lives are over because they have accidentally become pregnant Mm -hmm. and, um, that's really not the case at all.
1: Right.
0: And we have a a great story on our website from this year by, uh, Annabelle Karsten about how, um, that's not the case and that your life will continue, uh, and you can prosper, uh, despite of, uh, the situation of a crisis pregnancy and clearly the life of your child matters and that Mm -hmm. life has a future we shouldn't deny. In April, uh, we had, in contrast to Washtenaw County and uh, and, uh, Oakland County, Mm -hmm. on the west side of the state, we had Muskegon County. Uh, Their county health department, instead of putting up ridiculous billboards, wanted (laughs) to uh, do something useful like expanding health services. And so they needed to take uh, full control of their county office space. Because Muskegon County gave Planned Parenthood there a sweet deal, where Planned Parenthood was inside a government building.
1: Right.
0: Can you? Th- hey, why hey, are really? we? Why can't we have you know? Let's operate in the Kent County yeah. headquarters. Let's just you know have office space in there. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, political organizations can rent um, county space. Um, well, the county health department said, "Hey, wait, we need that space." Kind of the subtext of it was Planned Parenthood was doing a terrible job right. doing their uh, supposed to be doing their job of treating STDs and such. And the Muskegon County Commission, who doesn't have a pro life majority, so this is impressive. So sometimes you have uh, elected officials who aren't pro life right. mm-hmm. who are just straight up honest, yeah. Sometimes, not <laughs> often, knew it was
1: possible? sometimes.
0: So, again, weird, uh, weird year. They voted to kick Planned Parenthood out and let the mm-hmm. county health department have full use of their space. Imagine that.
1: Yeah.
0: A government needing its actual building, and did, Actually, Planned, Parenthood, <laughs> did Planned Parenthood agree that the, all the county health department people getting services needed those services? No. No. Those people don't matter. <laughs> no. no. Uh, just our people. Um, and our money, really, is what matters. Right. Well, Muskegon kicked them out, and... <laughs> What actually happened to S T D services in Muskegon County, Catherine?
1: They improved.
0: They improved. Imagine <laughs> that. A Planned Parenthood doesn't know how to you know, office doesn't yeah. do their job very well.
1: Yeah.
0: Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Uh, just as we moved through the year, it it became taken over once we started in June with the petition drive nice. and signatures six months hunting for 400,000. Um, I think we have, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 375,000 right now, still coming in. So, uh, that really consumed the rest of our year. Um, we did have some great news in June that, uh, well, it's kind of interesting news that, uh, abortions on Michigan residents declined Mm -hmm. a small amount, which is good because any abortion decline means more lives saved. However, the overall abortion numbers in the state increased because women are coming from out of state to Michigan to have abortions. And so good news, bad news situation there. Uh, And then just a few weeks ago, of course, we talked about in the last podcast, we had the CDC numbers, abortions continue to decline nationally. Mm -hmm. So that's great news. Um, And then we're kind of ending uh, the year here besides uh, everything that's been going on with uh, looking forward to the Supreme Court taking up a their next abortion case. They're going to have oral arguments in March, I believe, mm-hmm. in a case out of Louisiana. And so it'll be interesting to see what the Supreme Court does. It's a case involving admitting privileges, um, which is very interesting because uh, they just decided a few years ago that Texas case of admitting privileges, and Anthony Kennedy uh, did an Anthony Kennedy thing and decided that uh, somehow if abortion facilities can't operate safely, they should stay open because of an undue burden rule. Yeah. So apparently, you know, if a a woman has to have access to abortion in America, apparently in the constitution, even if that Planned Parenthood is operating a substandard office with a unlicensed uh, facility or a doctor, Um, who doesn't have uh, admitting privileges with local hospital. So if there's an emergency situation. Now, Planned Parenthood will claim that they care about women's health, but as we know, what happens when there's a botched abortion is usually the abortion facility will dump the woman off at the ER. Yeah. They'll call the ambulance, or they'll take her to the ER, dump her, call it a day. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even want the ambulance to have their sirens turned on. Yeah. Planned Parenthood will actually request mm-hmm. that the abortion faci- uh, that the ambulance not use their lights and sirens because they don't want people to know that they botched an abortion. Right, um, It would hurt their sales. Right, mm-hmm. their profit wouldn't be that hundred eighty plus million. <laughs> um, and so, uh, Louisiana has a law requiring abortionists to have admitting privileges. Uh, very similar to the Texas law, but the Supreme Court decided to take it up, now with the pro-life majority. So, uh, I think it's a good sign. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they could have just uh, let it go or done a simple signed order, but uh, we'll see what happens. The results could go anywhere from the Chief Justice uh, wimping, wimping out on us yeah. to overturning Roe v.ersus Wade, <laughs> and everything in between.
1: yeah. A lot of options there.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of options, but uh, hopefully it'll be consequential. I think if uh, the, 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 the the Louisiana law is allowed, there's a lot of L's in there. Yes. It's a lot of alliteration, <laughs> forgive me. If the Louisiana law is allowed to stand, then I think that is a very good sign that the speculation that the Chief Justice... Uh, may not want to overturn Roe versus Wade outright, but will, uh, continue to take chunks out of it and, mm-hmm. uh, erode its foundation. I think that's a good sign yeah, that's moving forward. So Catherine, uh, 2019, a lot happened, <laughs> crazy year. It all yes. seems like a petition drive to us in here in the it office. <laughs> um, there was other things going on this year. Like there's an impeachment something I heard about. Oh, yeah. Did you something hear about that? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, something, yeah. There's some budget issue in the state, <laughs> you know. Um, details. <laughs> details. Uh, but just another crazy year. They've all been crazy since 2015. 2020, Catherine.
1: We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we'll uh, we'll know what happens with the petition drive, hopefully in a few weeks and months as they check them and, and that moves forward. Of course, now that we've finished this petition drive, uh, we have to launch right into uh, PAC season, political action yes. committee season, because we have, uh, did you know there's an election?
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> no rest for the weary.
0: <laughs> no rest for the weary um now we can save ourselves sometimes so you know we don't have to vet the democratic candidates for president because right. they're all rabidly in support of abortion um but uh news is going to be consumed by that i mm-hmm. mean because we have the iowa coxes are coming up in a few weeks mm. uh seems like election season never really ended true uh, with this president <laughs> um And so that's going to be huge. Uh, We have a huge Senate race. Uh, Of course the presidential race is going to be... It's Donald Trump.
1: Yeah. Huge. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be... It
0: had to be. Um, Huge Senate race with John James facing off against... uh, What's that guy's name? Senator Jerry Peters.
1: Gary Peters.
0: Are you sure? I think
1: so. (laughs) Okay.
0: Um, That's just kind of a funny ongoing uh, (laughs) joke that not a lot of people know who Gary Peters is. Uh, everyone okay, knows John James. Yeah.
1: It's John James. How could you forget that name? That's
0: right. Uh, talk about some great alliteration right there. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a very, very important race together with the presidency because John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts, courage in the Supreme Court might improve... If he had a greater pro-life majority, yeah. right now uh, we have a five to four majority between kind of the conservatives and the progressives. This is the first conservative majority. We can't stress the importance of this enough Right. because this is why the 2016 election was so important. We did what we did. This is why the Brett Kavanaugh hearings were so important. This is the first conservative Supreme Court majority since the Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration. Yeah. It's big. <laughs> that's that's before your parents were <laughs> twinkle in your grandparents' eye, uh, and mine as well. Um, and so, what's that court going to look like? You know, we have a couple older justices. You have uh, Ruth Gator uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg on uh, one hand. You know, Clarence Thomas is uh, Hale and a uh, very robust young gentleman, I'm sure. But uh, he's getting up there in age, and so. We could be in a situation where the next president, the next four years, we have two more mm-hmm. vacancies or three. Um, you never know. Uh, things happen. No one expected Antonin Scalia to pass away suddenly. And so having a pro-life majority in the Senate, having a pro-life president, so important. Very important. Having a pro-life U.S., uh, uh, pro-life House majority in our Michigan legislature,
1: mm-hmm.
0: very important. I don't, I don't say we want to do a petition drive in the next two years, but... <laughs> if we did but if we did it would be important to have that pro-life majority and it's so important that we keep Gretchen Whitmer as far away from the ability to change our laws as possible because if you give her an inch for the issue of abortion she's going to wipe out everything Mm -hmm. so if your 13 year old teen wants to go have a secret abortion that you're gonna pay for with your tax dollars, have no idea about, in a completely unlicensed, unregulated abortion facility located next to her school, Whitmer's okay gonna make that, that happen. <laughs> and so we're not gonna give her that opportunity. So we're looking forward to next year, yeah. looking forward to the how the petition drive shakes out, and uh, we'll keep everyone updated on all of that as we go. Yeah. All right, we're all set here. That's the end, 2019. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Join us again in two weeks. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.